guys, welcome to Cult Film and Review, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up tonight. Hey, kids, welcome to your harvest dance. Yeah, it's time to sow some wild oats. I'm Raymondo, your favorite radio DJ. Listen, you're out here to have fun, you know. If you don't dance, we're going to shoot at your feet. Whoa! Because we're talking about Teen Witch. So let's... Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's gone hard. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get old. They stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. We got one to do. Shout out. All you got to do is head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show like we'll do tonight. Then head over to um, coldfilminterview.com. Pick yourself up a t-shirt. You know, check out the latest video. All those fun things. And then, shit, let me ask. Fuck. Sorry. Let you ask fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then make sure you come out on January 18th to the Phoenix Film Bar to watch Night of the Comet with us. It should be a really good time. They can get tickets where, Chris? Thefilmbarphx.com. That is correct. And as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmerbeck. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. Tonight, we are talking about Teen Witch. It was directed by Dorian Walker. Came out in 1989. Had a budget of $2.5 million, Made $27,000 in the box office. Was filmed here in the U.S. And currently sits at a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. This was Cody's pick. Cody, why'd you pick this film? Uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this one has been in discussion for... As long as we've been doing this podcast. We've been talking about this. Like, yeah. I was in a marriage when this was originally brought up. That's how <laughs> old this this is. And um, I was looking for a movie to pick. I was at, like, and I was going through the Plex uh, to see, hey. As one does. So it was either, it was down to Hired to Kill or Teen Witch. Great choices, both. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go the more popular route on this one. And I went with Teen Hired Witch. Hired to Kill. I went with Teen Witch. Hired, okay. I went with Hired yeah. to Kill. <laughs> but then it was Shao find Khan. It. Everyone knows Shao Khan. I know that's <laughs> why I'm surprised you didn't pick that. His name's Brian Thompson. Yes. I think, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it clearly is. He's in like a thousand films. I know. Okay. Well, I've seen Mortal Kombat, Annihilation. Mm hmm. Thousand. His, times. his best role <laughs> ever. But that's why I picked this film. Um, and I was always, I never seen this movie before because I'm like, well, we're going to, we're going to watch it. I've been saying that since like episode three. I feel like Mike's been the one that's been saying we're going to watch. He this has one been. No, he has for been the saying longest a lot. time. He has been saying a lot, but it has literally gone around this room for three years. Yeah. This movie no, has never picked it. This movie has been tossed around for three years and never been picked. Mostly like Halloween time. I feel like that's always when it comes up and it never makes the cut. No, it never makes the cut. But. Weird. Now, I, after seeing it, it could be in the Halloween section. It could. But 
I don't know. I don't think it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it yeah. should be. They there. play mm-hmm. it. I mean, they play it on ABC along with Hocus Pocus during the 13 days of Halloween. They so. do. They do. That's, so that's weird. Because that's this not film a Halloween not, movie at all. Yeah, like it doesn't feel. I mean, they are at the Harvest Dance, guys. It's like 16 candles with magic powers. I'm not. I'm. You know. I don't know one way or the. All I know is they do play it like as part of their programming. Well, so that's what uh, actually keeps it alive. I want to need you to reach out to their programmer. Tell them to rethink it. Go ahead and do that for us. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> Chris. Yeah, Chris. Get Jim up, up on the line. But Kyle, had you seen uh, Teen Witch before? No, I, I, I never had. I honestly, um, I seen the TV show from the 90s like a shitload. Um, but I never saw this movie. I didn't know this was like... Did Teen Witch have a TV show? I'm looking it up right teen now. Teen Witch had a TV show. Are you thinking mm. Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah, you might Better be thinking, not be thinking of that. Sabrina the Teenage He's Witch. He's definitely thinking Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> yeah. Was there a talking cat? Yeah, there was. Yes. Oh, Sabrina. oh, my God. Yeah. That yeah. explains so much this whole time. I'm like, when is the talking cat Where's Salem? <laughs> Salem's not going to show up? <laughs> Where's Sister Zelda? I don't understand. <laughs> Sister Zelda. <laughs> yeah. I, there was a, there was a legit moment movie after she turned sixteen and she was at the Ferris wheel. I was like, I was like, my fucking cat's gonna walk up right now. <laughs> so yeah, apparently I've seen a lot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, TV show from the nineties, <laughs> which has nothing to do with this movie. You know what? They're both teenagers and they they're both witches. I think it's pretty good. That oh my god, that explains why the whole time this movie I was I was waiting for the mom to reveal she was a witch. He's now he's mistaking it for Teen Wolf, which is yeah. really funny. Yeah, he's <laughs> to teen Wolf now. Yeah, I got Sabrina the teen the oh, teenage witch oh, and wait. Teen Wolf. That's Teen oh, wait, Witch. That's and... right. That the father. Oh, that's right. He's a werewolf. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, had you seen? I teen had before? seen parts of this. Um, this was like a first time watch for me. I'll be honest. Like this felt all new with like the way that I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> what? I don't know. Cody started laughing. So he got me laughing. You, uh, you could go back and check the footage. It all felt new. Mike. Yeah. yeah. I'm one of those kids that have seen this movie like a shit ton of times. Like I, as a kid, I like, I love this film. There are those people. I know plenty of them. that have seen this movie a shit ton of times. Mike's one of them. Mike is one of them. I'm glad we got one of those in the room because I had to write out a very long whiteboard to make sure I didn't miss anything because there's so much that fucking happens in this movie. It's insane. I don't know that there's so much. There is, Mike. (laughs) There really is. For a first-time viewer, there definitely is. Yeah. I would say say that's not a bad thing, though. With that being said, I'm really confident in this one. It's time for Plots with Mike. Yes, this uh, Teen Witch uh, stars a young teenage girl. She's a little awkward for some reason. Um, People don't. (laughs) It's weird, right? (laughs) She's not bad looking at all. No. She has no... No, like character she, problems. She, she's, she's underage, man. Really, really, really unpopular, and like no one likes it's her. The way for she dresses, no, it's because she's underage. She is underage. She what got mean, she got skipped ahead. She's she a smart ahead. kid who yep. got skipped ahead. She's just like one year, dude. <laughs> we don't know that. Like, can we not like? She it's could, not, she it's could not be like a she's Duke. like a like a twelve year old, and everybody's like seventeen. She's like no. Dougie yeah, Dougie right. Hazard. She's actually you didn't look this up. I googled it. She's actually eleven. <laughs> anyway, so uh, she's going after an eighteen-year-old. It's, uh, it's it's near her sixteenth birthday. Um, she All starts right, having that's... dreams about uh, yeah. this boy named Brad in her class. Um, starts or has been? 
What? No. <laughs> has been. Like, I mean, yeah, you imagine. It's, it's, it's clearly an obsess- obsession for her. Right. So she goes to school one day, and this really dickish teacher decides to read a diary excerpt that she accidentally got stuck in her homework, and it basically reveals to the entire class she has this huge crush on Brad. She feels really depressed, and she kind of gets bullied a little bit more, and then she stumbles upon uh, a, uh, a young woman... Madam Serena Alcott. She's like, a, I guess, like a psychic? Yes. I mean, we assume, yeah, she's a yeah. psychic, right? That's well, that's she, her occupation. That's how she presents herself. Yeah, okay. that's her occupation. So she's a, she meets a psychic, and then uh, upon uh, like doing kind of like a reading or something on her, she reveals to her, she's like, look, you're at, by the time you turn 16, you're going to have powers. They're going to start manifesting. Uh, you should come back. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happens. 16th birthday hits, and all of a sudden she realizes like whatever she says, whatever she wishes for, basically comes true. And then shenanigans ensue. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much, that's pretty much. There's some things I would I would uh, somewhat argue in there, but not not much. No, that's that's the not gist. Much. No, that's I, really I, good. I, I could it's even, a really I could good even gist. do this in three points. Girl, psychic. Witch. <laughs> <We're good>. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Teen Witch. Our student has graced us with her presence. Apparently, skipping grades is not enough for Miss Miller. She feels she can also afford to waste our valuable time as well. You people think this is some sort of game that I have nothing better to do with my time? than to stand here and teach senior English? Well, do you, Miss Miller? No, sir. No. No, Mr. Weaver. Payments down to the front. We're back, and we're talking about Teen Witch. Thanks for joining us. Uh, came out in 1989. Made 27000 in the box office. Yes. I, I was curious Fucking if that was bad. <laughs> Wait, how much I was the budget? 2.5 mil. And made 27000 Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's like to making twenty guys, bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that can't count for like so videos. Do, doing drywall for eight hours and make it twenty bucks. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How how's all these people seen it though? That can't count for video sales. Uh, apparently, it made it to HBO and Cinemax in the nineties, and that's and that's where it, it made a killing. And that's where it took and off. It, like all I right, said, it also great. plays on ABC, so people oh. seeing it there. Right, it, it won in syndication. Yes. Well, yeah. Basically. Yeah, because of that. And I'm sure then the tapes went around and stuff like that. I'm sure it made more than... But box office-wise, it made 27000 yeah, that's, that's fucking terrible. That's so good. That's fucking awful. Like, there's that no coming back. That may be one of the back. worst. It's not even an accident. Like, you can't even chalk it up to like, well, maybe people just didn't, like, see the commercial. <laughs> it's like, no, people didn't saw it and didn't want to go. Well, there was, like, two huge movies that came out right before it. Uh, like, two days before it. Which was, um, it was Field of Dreams and fucking Pet Cemetery came out two days before this movie, right? What are you going to go see? You all know? of them, maybe. I mean, how <laughs> many, you know, maybe all of them. I don't know, dude. I don't know if you're a fucking teenage girl, man. You ain't going to go see Field of Dreams or Pet Cemetery. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Talking about. Come on, man. <laughs> you're going to see fucking Teen Witch. Yeah, only, <laughs> only enough girls came out for $27,000. Well, who well, was this made for? This was obviously made for high high schoolers, right? Dude, I, think. I have no idea who this is made I for. I would say that they were <laughs> aiming for, uh, like, Preteens or teenagers, yeah. like listen, it's people that read like Tiger Beat, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah. who's watching this film. But they also went with like in the casting, though. 
They kind of went with because had the um what's his name uh Ricky the brother is it Ricky yeah what's he from Near Dark Near Dark was he in yeah. Near, Near was Near Dark before this came out before this, this is eighty nine so Near Dark was like what eighty roughly eighty seven I'm guessing uh eighty seven or eighty eight I don't think that they were it's like because it has the girl it's from that Poltergeist introducing, so, so what, what, what is he what trying are you, to what say I'm saying this? like they somewhat tried to grab like people that were in it no, feels like I, in horror I, movies yeah no I don't think so at all yeah two big ones no, Poltergeist no I think they they're trying to grab actors <laughs> to do the job. And they were actors acting at the time. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, there's no way the directors were like, "I'm gonna get the kid from Near Dark." Uh, you know, the one that's actually like a 80 year old man inside a kid's body, <laughs> but like he's still trying to fuck that 13 year old girl. Nah, Going to get him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't like, think that's no what way they, they did were going that. for. It's they were, Richard. Is it? Is it's Richard Miller? Right? Is that Richie? Miller? Joshua Miller. Richie Miller, right? Joshua yeah, Miller. Yeah, Joshua Miller actor. plays Richie Miller. Miller. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, dude, what's okay? Got to talk about him real quick as just a kid actor i like him a lot but man they nailed his character i'm like dude this kid always looks dirty like doesn't matter like, he always what has movie, to be right? messy what, what movie yeah. i've seen him in i'm like he why is he always got he always looks dirty like, even he, when he's clean he yeah. looks dirty <laughs> yeah <laughs> this, is, this is this this might be a little mean but <laughs> i thought when i was watching this Sick. i was like i finally know who this kid reminds me of because when i watched near dark i was like, this kid reminds me of someone like 12-year-old, this kid looks like 36-year-old Edward Furlong. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, I, I don't even I don't know if it's a burn necessarily, but it's definitely like <laughs> so fucking I, I'll tell funny. you, man, like as a ki- even as a kid and even now, man, ugh, like I hate I hated Richie. Yeah. Like, I just you, hate him. You know what's funny is when we when uh because I so I watched this with Sammy because this is one of like one of the few movies that she's constantly been begging for us to watch. Um, and she said the same thing right off the bat. She's like, oh shit, I forgot her stupid, her creepy brother Ricky's the brother just is the way he acts and, and it kind of goes off in the way he acts so you can tell he's like actually acting. <laughs> yeah. Like he's trying to act. He's one of the more accomplished actors in this film. <laughs> right. I agree. Right. And, but it, it seems like since everyone else is like not great, <laughs> his overacting comes off as irritating to me. Does that seem weird? I just think like, that's his character, anyways. He's supposed to be irritating. Yeah, but no, like, know, even when but he's like, doing like more the, of a no, yeah. even when he's like being quote good and he brings the breakfast, like no, that's the worst. Scene. You're just like, saying he's punchable. Like he just kind of has like that punchable. Like I mean, I didn't. You said that he does. Like you, he makes you just kind of like be like kids. ah, you're like. <laughs> Yeah. That's what he said. He said he wants to punch a little thirteen year old. Yeah, I know. I did. He did say that. Chris just <laughs> said he wants to punch kids. No, like he did he say said. that though. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, Chris. You want to punch like the, the kid? kind of kid that could have taken that sort of comment. Like, oh, I thought you were say hit. Like, yeah. that sort of... yeah, I definitely thought he was going for hit too. <laughs> like I like him. I've always liked that guy in <laughs> movies. I think yeah, that he's kid great. Doesn't have a glass jaw. He Richard. could take. I think he could take a good punch. He played his character perfectly. I think he's one of the more entertaining things about this movie. Is his character really i think the mom's really entertaining too. the mom's fun yeah. but he's one of the more he's probably the most annoying character in the movie but i, I, would, I, I like him because like, he because he's that kid that can be that you know he kind of got ty- almost like in a weird way typecast as that i feel like in a lot of other roles he plays he kind of plays that same character no but everybody else i don't know i will say this about him everybody else but him is interchangeable in this film like you could put anybody in Oh, that's true. Words, yeah, I, I, I would him. agree with that for sure. Well, not Zelda Rubenstein. Let's get into the movie though, because we we gotta talk about what I was like. This intro is something special, man. 
Uh, you don't realize it, but it's a dream, and it's just. Dude, Dude. Oh, you realize it? Dude, her in Long, the wind. Longest opening credits. It is really I, long. I had to go oh. back. I had to fast yeah. forward through because we started watching this on the Plex, and there's no subtitles, so we had to switch to Amazon. Oh. But I like had to fast forward through it, and I was like, "It's like a four minute and twenty second fucking credit roll." <laughs> it is That's ridiculous. It's like, it was like watching like yeah, like a twenty minute long Calvin Klein. <laughs> Yeah, like cologne. It, that's like, yeah. what it was like. <laughs> totally. It was like so long. I was like, I was waiting I mean, for her to be like Jordash. If we could just, <laughs> well, I mean, just to set it up, like the look of this, everything about this visually has got that eighties, like oh, this movie reeks that eighties cliche nailed. You know, like yeah. like uh, starting off with the what you said the cologne commercial. I would even say the music video. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's a total like. Like Bonnie Tyler music video style, you know, oh, like absolutely, soft blue, absolutely, uh, and, and, yeah, and it's like, but you know, it's like got to be some kind of fantasy, right? Like that's sort of they. I got that impression right off the bat. Oh it, yes, oh it, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. I mean, unless the whole movie was going to be like that, in which case it's just like fuck, man. But this is <laughs> this is also, uh, and I, I heard it said earlier by I believe it was Mike, but this is also. Our first like opening into into what also has a very soft core like porn feel to it. You know what I mean? Like right off the bat, like it feels like a Cinemax. Like you're starting a Cinemax movie right off the bat. It literally has the lighting and like this this the the music video feel, but it also feels like at any moment it's gonna it's gonna turn and someone's just gonna be get like naked. I don't even necessarily think that's like the way the production looks. I think that's literally just like the way they shoot the movie and where they focus your attention. Like I I was saying it earlier. Like there's like a there's like a huge sexual tone like over this whole film. Yeah, like, innuendos. Yeah, and yes. tons of it, and like. Like, the, you know, and it's kind of bizarre, like, if you think about it, because this is like a 15-year-old, you know, like, as we get into it, it's like, you know, you're in the locker room with these characters, and it's just, you're like, okay. Yeah, this- but I guess it, it kind of doesn't, it, it's not too far-fetched that this, that this, this 15, 16-year-old girl would be fantasizing about boys. It's I mean, not, and she's going not. through, I mean, come on, think about it, like, think yeah. of the analogy of this film, right, is that she's, always, she's changing, what? she's they getting these new it, powers. They always run it right to the line, and then when they hit the line, they go straight innocent with, like, oh, they're yeah. just making out. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> like, and it's just that I, I didn't remember that it had that element to it and i see it more heavily on this watch it has like honestly it does have a tint of 80s teen sex comedy feel to it mm-hmm. it does yeah. i don't think I get that 80s much. teen sex comedy it didn't like more go like, as far I, like nine like kind of like a 90s softcore porn <laughs> <laughs> jesus i didn't think it was that extreme no no, 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 no that's not either. what i mean I, I mean by the way it's shot what do you mean by the way oh, okay. shot with like soft filters? I didn't have a problem with that. We'll talk, I think we'll talk about it later because I like the part that sells it for me is is a scene that happens much later in the okay. film, and that's where I was kind of like, man, this is kind of weird. Right? Is it is it the 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 football through the tire? What? <laughs> was, it, was it the football through the tire? No. Oh, we're not there yet. So we're, <laughs> where we're at, not at is all. she wakes up out of this dream. Her alarm goes off, and this is also the first time we're hearing the song that will play out throughout the movie. Um, the one I like, I, I can't change or I won't, whatever that is. I can't remember the how the lyrics we should go. probably look it up. I'm gonna change. <laughs> Someone's changing, yeah. Someone got some change. Let me look it up so this actually someone yeah. give me the change, spare change. Hi, I'm going through puberty. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I think it's never gonna be the same. Never gonna be the same. The again. same again. Yeah, that's it. That song. That's what it is. <laughs> never gonna be. <laughs> never, gonna, never gonna be. There's a couple songs the that really took again. me by surprise in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got a really? question. I got a question about the songs. We'll get to that. I probably for technical. Um, but we, she wakes up and basically, yeah, her brother is underneath the bed, eating cake. Yep. Yeah. And she just wakes up and instantly senses oh, she's on the other side of the bed right away. Yeah, she just senses he's there. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, he, he's making noises. Yeah. yeah. I, on the second watch, I heard okay. noises. Yeah. He's so he's like his his head's like bumping the bottom of the bed because he's just so excited to be eating cake. I guess. Yeah, and then she's could could under really, her bed. By the way, yeah. could really be read a different way. Well, they justify it by saying, "Oh, mom won't find me in here eating it. That's why I'm in here." And then, and then that's when he starts stealing her got, poetry. It's it, we're supposed yeah. to catch on that he has a um, like a real obsession with food. I got that with. I guess, yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, yeah, he's making like. 20 pound friggin pizzas and yeah, shit but, Yeah but it doesn't really it, It's not It's not pinnacle to the film It's just a weird No it's no just but it's a just a weird fact, fucking thing It's a weird character yeah. choice Which would have been funny If it was his character choice There's a lot of things If I'm going to be in this film I'll tell you I must have a weakness <laughs> My weakness is food <laughs> Basically he's going through Her diary too And we find out that uh, You know She's in love with Brad Yep, yeah, who we yes. just I'm at we yeah. I'm assuming like well, that was the fella from the from the dream we just watched. Has to be. You know what, dude? Did anybody else feel like um fucking uh Eric Eric Freeman from Silent Night Deadly Night Two yeah. is about to turn around? I did. I, I <laughs> fucking did. That popped in my head. I was like, holy shit, is, is this that Silent Night Deadly Two? Is that Ricky? Is that fucking Ricky? And, and then, then I was turns like, no, around, it's Tom I'm like, Cruise. I turned around. I'm like, that guy's too handsome. Oh, no. <laughs> But there is a weird cut in this movie when she when she wakes up and finds her brother under her bed. One of many cuts. Because it cuts so quick to her just yanking him from out. It seems well, like it's because she's on the right side of the bed. Yeah. And she's like looking at him. And then all of a sudden it cuts to him getting dragged out the left side of the bed and her feet there. Like so she's off the bed and on the floor around the bed. Her speed is ungodly. <laughs> snap. Okay, yeah, this, so. this is not the best edited. No, there's film. a lot of other mistakes, but yeah, yeah. She, he starts going through her fucking uh, her fucking dear diary, and he, and we find out about Brad and uh, how she wants to kiss him, how and, she wants to, yeah, and she mixes it in with her homework and takes off, runs off, and then she's getting ready to school, gets her bike, and who do we see now? We see Brad pull up where the girl next door, across the across street, street, yeah. Radis. Radis. Do they live? The those houses look familiar. Random, random. Like that neighborhood. It felt. I feel like I've seen those houses used in I, other films. I'm sorry, but I thought if her house had a red door on it, it looked like the Nightmare on Elm Street. That's, what house. I That's exactly what I thought. I, I thought, thought it was where they maybe shot it Elm is. Street. Maybe it is. And then I thought, man, these people got some money. <laughs> those houses are huge. No, it's the 80s, man. Yeah. 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 Everyone, everyone had a house. <laughs> Everybody had a house. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was the 1980s, yeah. okay? Yeah, you could get a house. Cocaine was thriving, yeah. Cody. But we kind of realized that the popular girl lives across the street, and she's <laughs> dating Brad at this point, and it's very devastating for our main character, uh, Louise. Which I feel like this is the one of the this is until Velma and Louise. This is like one of the only times you'll hear you'll hear Louise as a uh, lead character's name. That's not, <laughs> that's not true. I've seen I've seen I've seen a couple of Louises in movies. Name them. I don't know the movie right now, <laughs> but I know for a fact I have. Even Mike scoffed at it when you said that. Mary There's Louise not a lot. Dreyfus. What are you talking about? There's uh, like uh, character names. Louise the Sixteenth from Three Musketeers. <laughs> Everybody uh, knows. No, that's, that's Louis. Boom. Louis. Dropping S bombs on there, Mike. Oh, oh. But that doesn't make any sense. 
This is also uh, when we're when we get to school. We're introduced to the uh, I don't even know what to call these dudes. The three dancer rapper dudes. Yeah, it's the the fucking Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. it's basically yeah. It's Beastie Boys a la Snow. But oh like, my god. Yeah, they're like a kind of like a like an R and B hip hop kind of like an eighties. No, it's like it's like a Vanilla Ice type. Yeah, thing. but like they do a lot. Yeah, it, but it's weird it's the way really they're like white. walking around. It's like. <laughs> Do they get? Yeah, it's just like really are they white. like the school band? But like, <laughs> no. So many people are in rap now. They're just like, fuck it. Like, let's just put some t-shirts nah, on. Nah, man. They're rebelling, you know, by like beatboxing and they're they're like, like rapping on the, you know, on the su- corner of the lock. They're not doing it like in a very cool yeah. way. Do they, no, they're, they're tough not. kids in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not, they can't be the tough kids because they're singing. Can at I this t- point, they're singing high school blues. Chris, I know. Yeah. Can I tell you? I screamed like after like that rap ended. I was like, I was so. Shocked and appalled by which well, one? High school blues or the first one that we yeah. walk into that we get to? I'm like, what just happened? Oh my god! It's out of nowhere. I'm like, why is everyone in the school like dancing and <laughs> talented? Like you know, there's like the skateboarder out front, and like everybody's. It's super literally pretty. the most idealistic situation throughout this entire movie. Like like. Like as far as high school goes, it has every archetype. Chris yes. wishes he he went to high school like this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wish I did. But I think it's, <laughs> say, but it's at this point where you kind of start thinking like, okay, maybe this is like a musical. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I, I'm like, oh, are songs just gonna happen? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad you brought it up because I gotta ask. That's the question I was gonna say for technical. I gotta ask it now though because you brought it up. That's not really a technical question. That's not a technical question at all. <laughs> it's pretty much pivotal to the yeah. movie. Is says. this is this is this a musical? No. Um, dude, I, I could get argue ooh, that it no. could be. I, no. I, I, I would be like I, on board with a yes. I'm so, I'm, yes, no, because for music driven. No, a mu- a musical. A the way. music helps to propel the fucking plot. It does. They in this movie. sing what they're doing. It and does shit. in this movie. No. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? There is a whole scene where a girl walks up to another girl and says, "I got the cheer," and then they go right into a fucking song. Yes, and dance <laughs> right. At, not only no. that. When she's when she the when she's I think po- there's is, a song about her being popular. I, there's while she's walking through the halls being popular. Kyle. That's just a <laughs> that's just a montage. I think I think it's yeah I think it could be a musical. Like, <laughs> Chris, wow, you really brought it down dropping a few bombs. notches. <laughs> dropping bombs all yeah, night. I like that's a thing. Like it could be. That's, that's why, why I'm why saying the movie made twenty seven thousand because <laughs> it's not a fucking musical, but they tried to make it one. I don't know, man. I think it's a musical. I'm saying that I think there could be an argument for both. Like there are scenes where it's like the the music comes out in a musical type of way where like the characters are aware that they're doing a song. And then there's times where you think it's like, okay, like they're just using music to like propel like any other movie. Or to like, entertain yeah, the audience. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. So it's like it's if it is a musical, it, it you're right. I don't think it did it very well. I think everything was a little like every, they t- they tried a lot of things with this one, and I think like throwing the music aspect in there was something they tried, but they weren't willing to go full musical on it. Well, they tried a lot of things because they even go into like the the next scene, which I also can't figure out why she was late to class. I can't. F- <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, and oh, was why, she late because of the guys rapping in front of her locker? No, because everybody was still in the hallway <laughs> at that time. Oh. I didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. The fact that, like, why did she get in so late? Like, you know, and the fact that he berated her, like, immediately. Fuck that teacher, dude. Oh, my God. He uh, was like, so the whole ruthless. time, I'm like, 
how is this guy like not like different how is he employed? Different times how, it was the eighties. Not, not, not only that, but like how is he even allowed near children? <laughs> everybody yeah, he everybody had a did, house, Mike. He also reminded me kind of of the <laughs> of the the uh, the teacher in uh, Fast Times. The What's teacher that? in Fast Times is like gets ruthless with Spicoli. He yeah. does. But I feel like this one takes it to a level of just like No, because even the teacher is messed with the bull get the and horns, hold on. bro. And keep this too. Like Spicoli is also like <laughs> a complete like he's testing him every single time. He always he's always testing Mr. Hand. Like, oh I brought pizza in. Whoa. Like he's always doing it, right? This girl seems to be a completely good natured girl who just happened to show up late one day yeah. and the teacher decides, you know what I'm gonna fucking do? I'm going to absolutely crush her mental rip <laughs> this person's life apart no, right now. I, I bring up the like I said, I, I bring up the teacher in uh um uh fuck, dude, I just forgot the movie. It drawn a blanket. Don't you forget about me. Say anything? Say anything. The Breakfast Club. Thank guys. you. The Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Thank you. <laughs> wow. I don't know. You held your shit up, and I was thinking Boombox. No, that's the I end was thinking of the, that's the end right. fucking I movie. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 Um, the other one was Peter Gabriel. But it, the teacher, <laughs> the, the teacher in Breakfast Club is an asshole. Yeah. Also, it's like an eighties trope. But like this one, it's it like is. but it this one, he like he, at one point in time, he takes out her birth control pills and like yeah. shows in the class. Yeah. yeah. Like that'll get your fucking ass arrested. He like get, I don't understand. But you're right. I don't know. Nineteen eighty. Women, well, it, women couldn't even vote then, Mike. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you have your facts a little off. I don't think you could like pry into somebody's personal uh, like purse and like, I don't know. put I, it on display. I, I agree with I agree with Cody. It's an eighties trope. I think the teachers are just progressively more yeah. and more kind of assholes well, to the kids. And this is just yeah. this this, this actor. The actor this actor was like, I'm going to take it to the next level. Plus, it kind of gives her. It does set up a villain for her besides the girls. Who really like they're kind of they're not it, villains at all. They said, yeah, he said. Mike said earlier in his, in his description, this was the thing I would argue that she is bullied a lot. She's not really kind of bullied, but not really. Not, like, okay. not like she's, bad. Bullied. I think she's bullied more by the rap group when they call when they when they <laughs> yeah. make one slide slide comment to her than the group of the popular girls. The whole film. Yeah, but like they definitely they kind of fuck with her. They fuck with her. Because I mean, it's not like they're beating her up or anything like that. But yeah, it's just like clicky. He he. De- right? She. De- I don't think she innocently put her on a date with her like cousin or whatever. Oh, I don't think that I think either. It was but kind of like a. But if we're talking move. about like diss, if yeah. we're talking about like her getting bullied and she, and her friend or us make, thinking she's constantly getting bullied, and you show me one scene of her hooking her up with a guy that I mean honestly he was just kind of an annoying fucking asshole like there wasn't oh, anything else more wrong than with that. that I mean well and a little rapey but totally rapey I, I, I thought I'm sorry I thought I was under the impression that it was like yeah I know my 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 cousin's a complete I'll s- nerd yeah like yeah. this is gonna be like the worst date she ever has yeah, that's and that's what, what I she took gets for liking my boyfriend that's what I took it yeah. as too because yeah, oh, but also I think do we think that because this is how typical 80s movies go? Yeah, right. I think it could and, be the case. Because and, and I, I, I thought that afterwards, I was like, because he turns out to be a real fucking sleazeball. Oh, oh he does. Yeah, he, he he goes from nerd, like what you think, like the pinnacle nerd, to being like, geez, you're douchier than the than most jocks like in these movies. Like a murderer. He yeah. could have been a murderer. Like, there's a time where I'm just like, this dude is like, this is going to rave her. This guy is a ditch. fucking asshole. Like, yeah, he's definitely going to be, he's more than just I was a like, jerk. she's handling this pretty calm for like what he's oh, yeah. actually Steven trying to do. And you know, Brad asked her about it at one point in time and her answer is just like, oh, I can, you know, he it's a big deal. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. I tried to rape you. Yeah. 
So basically, after this is when I really got sucked into this movie because I was. This is when I realized. I didn't realize. I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" At this point, because what comes next is is basically it cuts to the to the locker, the ladies' locker room where apparently yeah. everyone wears a fucking one piece, like a leotard, like leotard, yeah, for gym class. I don't know. And swim class, real high yeah. cut. It was it was <laughs> swim the, class. We saw, those, are yeah. those swimsuits? Those yeah, are swimsuits. We saw those later yeah. on. And uh, even I, even so, they were all cheerleaders. So you at least imagine they were on some sort of team. I yeah, I thought it was like just some well, kind of exercise. They're wearing the swim. Class. They're yeah. wearing the same swimsuits in the pool. The other girls are when yeah. they walk by and toss I, dude, them in the pool. It doesn't look like a swimsuit to me. It looks like a gymnastics thing. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a leotard. I gotta agree. Or like I could say like a cheerleader thing. That's fine if that's what it looked like. But later on the film, they're wearing the same thing. The other girls are wearing that in the pool mystery solved anyways if, if the first if the first song we had wasn't fucking batshit crazy i was like okay that's like an 80s thing rap is cool whatever you know it's funny ha ha, ha. like laughing at because it it's so bad i was like cool then it just goes batshit crazy and these girls are like i got a new cheer and it turns into a song and dance it's not even a cheer it's literally a song and dance number. Yeah. It's yeah. all choreographed it's and like some like uh, variety fucking show dance it was. that starts happening. <laughs> and it was I, the song is I like boys. Yeah. <laughs> Caught me off guard on that Which one. Which is very it's a very it's a very <laughs> weird song. It's such a weird song. It seems like like a pron- like a, a pronouncement. Yeah, it's a proclamation. Like, we like boys. Of it's like, like yeah, I mean, like most people, that's a that's that's what we're thinking live about. In the, yeah, yeah, yes, boys, all the time. I feel like, like it was like the producer on a bone. That like, sounds yeah. sound like something some high school fucking girls listen no, to. I, I, no, I think it was like no, the no, producer. I think to it, was say. Like, it was the producers like you gotta throw something in for the guys. Oh, they did definitely. <laughs> in this you gotta movie. throw something in for the guys. <laughs> like it's just so out of nowhere. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it is insane. That whole scene, I was just in a daze staring at it. Like, when is it going to end? But I was also laughing my ass off because I was, I was like... Yeah, I was blown is, away. There's Some of the, the fucking, like, when they stretch her arms with the sweater. Oh, and, I like, know, yeah. There's a girl, obviously, on top of another it's girl so with a towel. It's so theatrical and, like, show toony and, like, just kind of like... It's like this weird moment where, like... Does that happen again ever no. in the movie? No, it doesn't. Do we well, get I mean, another count, moment like that? If you count the... If you count the, the rapping, maybe that's... In the, in the popular song... Yeah, but okay, like nothing. I don't think the popular nothing, song. The popular song was like a montage. Yeah, I don't that, that, was, that was a montage. In, but in the middle of nothing, montage. nothing choreographed happens again. The girl getting off the bike and then. Oh well, well I mean, okay, rap? like there were girls on. Oh, you on mean fucking, like big, there were girls on okay. on fucking lockers doing like, "Hello, my baby, <laughs> hello, my darling, like, dance." Like fucking Mary and then when he just what he just like called out was all like the the crazy towel work and shit. Like yeah, the the rap one is just like oh whatever they're do, which, they're they, which, they're acting like they're fucking rapping, which moving might their not arms. actually be even considered more dancing. It is like a really bad Penn and Teller show. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, which part? The way they're going by the towels. Oh, oh yeah. I, I mean, we have and to. Just like looking at her like, no legs. Look at me. <laughs> so what happens next is she tries out for a play. She doesn't get the main part. She gets um like a co- this costume assistant is basically what she gets. And on the way home, Brad almost runs her over, and she stumbles upon uh, a psychic. Yes. At this point, she, uh, Madam Serena, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. played by the incomparable. Zelda Rubenstein. It's a great word to use. It is a great word. She really, like, she really was, like, she owns that role. Yeah, <laughs> that she only does. she can I, play. While watching this, I was like, has she only ever played a psychic? Yeah. She, yeah, she's kind of got that, like, interesting supernatural she vibe definitely does. to her. She can play it scary, <laughs> Poltergeist, or she can play it fun. Yeah. Teen Witch. <laughs> 
She's got a wide range of it. You can see why she's typecast because she can go both ways with it. I want to say this about her performance in this movie, and I want to see if anybody agreed with me on this one. I think I might. Did anybody else? I'm about to be upset. Did anybody else? I guess hope or wish. I hoped or wished that she would actually turn out to be a bad character. Like she, because you get this vibe that she, oh, yes. she, she's identifying. Yes. I can use her to get a lot of my shit done, and I thought that was going to keep, like, she's growing. up to something. Yeah, and I yeah. thought she was up to something, and then you know, at the end, she sits on her lap, and it's all good. Here's, I, gr- I yeah. did think yeah, it was going there. Here's the brilliant thing about this movie: anytime you think something's gonna go somewhere, it never goes anywhere. Never. <laughs> never. No matter what it is. Thought the same thing because I was like, oh, she's greedy. Oh, she likes the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially when the place is all like the most 80s you've ever seen a fucking place in your life. <laughs> when it's like really the teal triangle and the salmon and it's the black, the black statues. Like, I've seen places like that in the like the 80s. I remember like family ha- having those kind of things and being like, yeah, this is this is also why what's playing into me when I was thinking, you know, the mom would turn out to be a witch in this movie because I thought for sure that her character was going to be trying to like steer her down like a dark path of being a witch, and her mom was going to be like, and show her the right way to use her powers. This is also the first time that Kyle thought, "Hey, where's that cat?" <laughs> no, that's coming up. That's after she gets the book, Cody. That's a boy. No, he's already thinking. You know, this, you think you would have seen it run by or something, maybe <laughs> laying on the bed in a room, maybe. No, she clearly wouldn't get the cat until she had the powers, Cody. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> don't you know how witches work? They don't just get a cat. <laughs> they, they have powers they, first. Which a starter she kit. She finds out. <laughs> it's a, six, a sweet 16 <laughs> starter is. kit. She it finds is. out that on her 16th birthday, which is only a week away, yep. that she will start getting these powers, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and on her 16th birthday, she throws a party that no one shows up to. Not even her best friend. No, her best friend is the worst thing ever. Yeah. She calls her up to tell her about a different party <laughs> and then still doesn't show up to her party. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I right? Know. That's I, pretty bad. Yeah. I didn't even That's think about bad. that early. Yeah, because it, it, it just immediately cuts to her being like, all right, I'm on my way to our main character's sleeping. Or waking up from from going to bed or some shit. I do like that her character though, the friend's character. As I, a, as an uh, actress, I thought she was kind of like interesting. Say, I thought she was like the best part of this movie. Like, <laughs> I agree. Like the best actress. Yeah. If you don't count Richie, who's playing irritating. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but I thought she was the only like. Can I? I, I want to say something too, and this is I, I know we all we kind of breezed over the whole Zelda Rubenstein thing a little bit. I actually don't think she's great in this. No, film. she's horrible, dude. She's horrible. She's horrible. You can see Everyone in a couple scenes. Chris could wait to jump on that. <laughs> in a fucking, you're right. <laughs> like, somebody had to say it, and you were the, you did it. In a couple of scenes, it. I was like, dude, she is literally not looking at the person she's sitting next to, delivering her lines, reading a cue a cue card yeah, off yeah. screen, off camera. Like you can see it clearly in her eyes, and she keeps glancing back to the character. I'm. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. Thanks. So thank you for bringing it up. <laughs> thank you for being that guy. Here's the thing, though. Like, no <laughs> one's solid in this movie. Yeah, I think that's very fair to say. Like, no one's solid. So you got to give that to the director, then. Yeah, I, she didn't seem... I mean, a lot of the characters... It's funny. Uh, like, half of the characters seem almost disinterested in their roles, and the other half were just kind of like, fuck it, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want to do. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think that's exactly what happened. I'm not saying that Zelda Rubenstein is a bad actress. 
No, I don't think I'm you were at all. I, I think she's bad in this. I think she's bad in this because either one of two things. Like, one, the script is so fucking terrible that, and and the and the set was so bad right. that she was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to take this check and run. Mm-hmm. Or, like, B, it's just like, there was no, no actor could ever be good enough to make this horrible thing. <laughs> Like maybe the writing was so bad I've, I think well, they were just like we can't well, act. Well imagine out of this. being handed this script. I think right? and jo- like looking through it and being like, Okay, so yeah, my character is a teenage girl and she gets powers. What is this? This is a scene that from West Side Story someone dropped in here. There's a song and dance happening. Um, okay, you know what I mean? Like it just sounds like such a chaotic script. I think I think he, it is a really chaotic. I script. just don't know who they were trying to. What they were they just trying to capture like every audience? I don't. I, I don't know. I just think that there were some things. There's a part of me that feels like when they wrote the script, they were they locked that thing down because there are times in this film where it seems like a joke happens and they they try to force the laugh. Yeah, like at one point in time, you mentioned it just real quick. You said the you know she sits on. Uh, Madam's the, the her her Zelda Rubenstein's lap, right? And it's this weird moment where it like pauses, like there was supposed to be some sort of comedic pause, and then a laugh. And quite honestly, once when they she went to go sit on her lap, I didn't think anything of it until they started laughing and found it funny. Do you I, thought, what I'm thought, I thought it was really weird that she'd be like, come over and sit on my lap. I was like, that's like, like a weird character choice. I it's, don't even it, understand it. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's force. Old. It's no, like it was in, in the, the script. script. <laughs> and they told him like, and maybe one of them, even if an actor went up and said, don't you think this is a little like yeah. out of place? They were like, you're doing it that way. <laughs> I have. And they're uh, like, well, I can't act out of this. I have a sneaking suspicion that there was uh, some improvisation going on in this movie. Like, just if you watch, especially with, like, Zelda Rubenstein's, uh-huh. like, scenes, like, the cuts that they use, like, the the edits that they use, like, uh, of their performances, like, a lot of her dialogue feels almost very off the cuff, like, the way she, like, will double say something, you know, or kind of, it almost feels like ca- like a real casual way to, like, she's just kind of goofing around on set. Okay. Like, I don't know why that stood out to me, but I've noticed that in a couple of the characters, like, it kind of looked like they were, like okay, now just say it, but just kind of say it however you want to say it, you know? And then they go and they do something kind of goofy or silly or kind of off the wall, and they're like, great, we're using that cut. You know, that was more natural. It could be it. Like, I think I saw some of that, those choices being made in this this film. I don't know. Maybe maybe at the end of the day, it's all just because, like, there's such a mishmash of weird shit in this film. Right. (laughs) That, like... I guess maybe that's where I'm saying with like the acting, like at some point in time, like you can't, if it's so chaotic, no can't, one can ever be. No. Yeah. Like, what's my character choice? Whatever you did last, like, but none of these scenes make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I nothing to go on. That's what it looked like to me. I think Joshua Miller, like, I think he said that he played this like really campy, like he played it up, like mm-hmm. you know the little brother, and I think that's, I think it's kind of. Yeah, every character might have been movie. encouraged actually on set to be campy. I I was actually curious if you guys thought maybe this is more self aware than we're maybe supposed to think it is. Like I don't know, man. No, I actually don't think it is. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think it's so. self aware. I didn't, I didn't ask myself that. I think uh, they were trying to make a damn good movie and no, fit I, everything in when there. When I think about like the okay, for one character, for example, is the is the date that she uh, is it Louisa? It's like God damn. Oh, I always get these. Names Louisa, 
Louisa. Uh, you no. know Louise is Louisa. The date that she gets hooked up with, if you watch that guy's performance, like it, it looks like nobody told him to act like that. Who, did, uh, David's? That's what I, uh, but I think that's what me and Mike were getting at. I think this is a fault of the director. I don't feel like a lot of these actors had direction. It was just kind of like, yeah, just, you know, the character's kind of wacky. So just, you know, do some cool, do some funny stuff, you know, <laughs> yeah. or do some stuff. Right. Fault or blessing. I maybe blessing. It could be. Blessing. It yeah, depends. we'll find out. Like I don't know. Like, did anybody notice that? Like, all the music in this was done by the same people. Like yes. the same guy. Yeah. Kind of feels like they could only find one guy to do the soundtrack, and they were trying to save money or like. No, he was tied in. He was tied in. He was tied in. That's already. what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, of you course. know what it feels like? And it feels like a goddamn musical. So I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. The music yeah. has something to do with this movie. Like, it's an important piece, and it might be that that guy was a producer of That's the film, what I'm maybe, thinking. And, or but, something. And, and which also leads me to something, like, Kyle and I were, like, were talking about, like, the chaos of this entire thing makes me think that maybe... Like, it could be a situation where there was too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, Might even be, like, the fault of one director, but, like, everybody being like, all right, like, we gotta have a scene where, like, this the geeky definitely feels up. You know when you say that? It definitely feels like a, like, better produced Star Wars holiday special. There's, like, a lot of random scenes, like, well, we have to get a song and dance, and they were all cheerleaders are doing this choreographed dance. Okay, yeah, cool. But no, like, hip-hop and rap super cool, so we have to have that in there. Yes! And, well, like, here we go, dude. It's, you know a, gremlin, I mean? it's a Gremlins 2 situation. <laughs> let me read, let me let me let me answer the question here. I, we've got five producers listed, okay. you know, well, under this they? film. So five dudes. I don't know. Like you know, but there you go. <laughs> Wait, what, five five different opinions going into what, this what film. I'm of, sure. What, what were their names? Because I want to know if one of them was the actual musician. Okay, Moshe Diamant, uh, Raphael Eisenman, no, Ilana H. Lambros, uh, Bob Manning, nope. Edward Salar, uh, so, sorry, Edward Sarlai. And uh, that's it. Damn it! And then Dorian Dorian Walker was the director. I think the guy that did the songs was Weir or something like that. Richard Elliott was the guy who did the music. Also Larry Weir. Also Larry Weir. Yes, that's the name I kept seeing on every song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe they yeah, could I, just get one band. Then. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think this is a real Gremlins two sort of thing. It's too many too too many cooks in the kitchen, and like we end up with this movie that doesn't have, like, its identity. I guess its identity is the chaos that it creates. Because after this is one of the <laughs> scenes that just doesn't make any sense. It also made me feel like it was about to... I was like, here comes the next song. And it had, like, a grease feel for me, too, which is the sex ed scene. It goes into that, because when the, the rapper guy gets up and starts, like, naming off all the dick names, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, the shit, they're going into a song either about sex ed. Holy crap. Because I thought that's where it was going, <laughs> dude. Because he starts naming them off in like a song fashion, but really fast. You know what I mean? I loved that teacher in that scene. Everything he so says is rap. That, that teacher in that scene is so funny. She plays that scene so yeah. well. <laughs> that te- I know. She, she plays like being uncomfortable, but at the same time, she's, she, she's really excited about her success and getting through it. Like, yeah, it fucking she hilarious. She's winning. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. But none they're of all the, like condom. The main character's not. <laughs> the main character's That's not weird even shit, in the scene. By the way, no, she's not. She's not even in the scene. The Again, main like another, not even like, the scene. this is something where it's like, if you were editing this film, like this is a scene that somebody should have probably said, like, okay, we can leave this one on the cutting room floor. Like I don't. Yeah, and the need- guy's <laughs> like, no. And then somebody comes in and says. No man, I love that scene. Where's that sex ed like scene? scene? Where's the yeah. sex ed scene? I just watched the film that twice. Back in and man, I didn't that's see a it. fucking winner. <laughs> like, I didn't laugh I hard don't enough. Know. I didn't laugh hard enough. I need the sex scene back. 
Sex Ed. It's, 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 yeah, it's right. hilarious. It, it does yeah. nothing to drive the plot forward in any way. It is just like a skit. It is, yeah, yeah, right in the middle of it. I think I was right. I, I think I, I think I actually am ultimately correct in what I said at the beginning that this movie is like a variety show. In a weird really, way, it man. It really it does is. feel like it. So next, she finds the amulet, which somehow it relates to her magical powers. Yeah, it's um, her amulet. It's her amulet. It's been passed on through the generations that she her. dies yeah. and, and comes alive, and it finds her because that's how magic works. Right. That, that was, was really inspiring. That line. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Do you feel it, Chris? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> And after she gets this amulet, uh, she's uh, basically walking down the stairs. And, she's uh, basically a walking weapon at this point, when, as soon as she gets that am- amulet. True. She sure is. This is when these powers really get amplified. Uh, <laughs> but she's she's basically she's walking down the stairs, and uh, the cool girls stop her, and they ask if she'll go with her cousin to the dance. Yep. The Harvest Fest. Mm-hmm. You know, got to go to that. She agrees, thinking, hell yeah, hanging out with the cool chicks. Her friend eggs are on. It's like, yeah, yeah. you should do it. Turns out, um, they just set her up with a rapey fucking cousin. Rich, I had a question about that. Was the line I want to because I don't I, maybe I misheard maybe I misheard the character, but I thought the line was, "My cousin's in town and needs a date for the dance." Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why is her out of town cousin going to the high school dance dude, this, and needs a date? This is the eighties. Doesn't bro. even go to that school. This yeah, is the eighties. You can show up at any dance you want to in the eighties. You can go to any dance. People are just dancing that much. People just love Come to on. fucking dance maybe, in the eighties. Maybe I think that was weird. Maybe it was one of those situations where it was like, "Mom, I want to go to the dance," and you know how it is. You got to bring you your cousin. A, you can't go on a date unless your cousin goes yeah. as well. Yeah. It's like a real uh, ten things I hate about yeah. you situation. And if the school has a problem with it, they can talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And everyone danced in the eighties, dude. Look at the Super Bowl Bears, Super Bowl Shuffle. They danced. There's a whole video. Yeah, I know. I've seen. They made it. a music video. I've seen it. It's been mocked as well thousands of times. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everyone was dancing in the eighties. It was the thing to do, and it's very apparent in this movie too because this movie, no one stops dancing. There's in this nothing movie. odd about breaking out in song and dance. Nothing odd about <laughs> nothing it. Nothing odd about it in this movie whatsoever. I did want to. We breezed past this really quick, but um, she finds the amulet um, because it's her drama teacher. Yes. And the drama teacher in this movie just has a lot of really weird things to say to her, which I thought the drama teacher was also a witch. Yeah, me too. Like she's like, "This look at this 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 necklace I just found. You should have it. It's going to bring you good luck. Yeah. I just know it." And yeah. it's just like, "What the hell do you know?" Yeah, and she, exactly. And she just disappears from the rest of the movie until she shows up about to go on her fucking her her, her, her lifelong Kyle, travel. Yes, Kyle, can't people just be nice? Let me down a no, weird but road. Be like, be like, <laughs> To, to have a character be like, I think you should wear this. It'll bring you good luck. And then the immediate next scene is her getting invited by the cool girls. Yes, Kyle. Implying that there's luck. That's well, what a storyteller would have done. She also <laughs> yeah. returns this the, exactly not the exactly gratitude. Who we get, though. <laughs> what? She returns the gratitude by granting her, uh, you know, a uh, a nice man who sweeps she, her off her oh, feet. Oh, when did she do that? We have, yeah, we have, I know. That's not even happened. It had to be sometime. Before, after she made, because we're still on the asshole cousin. Yeah. Because uh, first, again, we think you, you just think he's a nerd. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's he got a revenge of the nerd vibe well, at first. He, well, she opens the door and he burps. And then no, he. Yeah, he does. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But he's also on like a fucking 15. Like just like his facial expressions. He's, he's just he's cr- got cracked pot. out. We know dude. he's got pot. And it's got like, but he also has like a really weird, like, w- like typical, like New York bully accent, mm-hmm. you know? Like you can hear it. He sounds like somebody out of like 
like a 1950s Jets versus the fucking Sharks situation. <laughs> like, doesn't he? Yeah. Does anybody know he has like this? Whole, yeah. like, Come on, girl. Let's go. You know. <laughs> Get oh. in the car, you broad. <laughs> like, he has this weird thing going on where I'm just like, that's fucking weird. That's a weird. Again, you know what I think this guy's direction was? It was, you're the wacky cousin from New York. Just go with it. And I, he's like, wacky, the, like a dweeb. And I got this. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way, Hold too. Hold on, I'm going to style my own hairs. I've only been in Vegas my own for hairs. <laughs> been in L.A. for two weeks, and look at me now. Um, <laughs> I do have to mention her outfit at this point, too, which is just a blob of green. But it has the puffiest thanks, fucking. Thanks, mom. I know, dude. The, the puffiest like arms I've ever seen on a shirt. Yeah, I've never seen a, a puffy shirt that big. Just never seen it. Okay. Um, and a puffy shirt happened, and Cody was confused. <laughs> no, it was just it was fucking huge, dude. Like this is inappropriate. But she gets to the dance, cool, and she decides to change there into a better outfit. Oh, she does. And get and get hip. Yeah, she like instantly has teased hair and makeup. Again, the cut, the time, time, time is the thing that is not normal <laughs> when you in know this magic, movie. When you know magic, Kyle, time doesn't exist. But even when she's not doing magic, time has a weird path it takes. <laughs> it's actually sure true, does. because if you go back to the beginning when she says, breakfast is ready in three minutes, and then three minutes later she comes down completely ready, all done up, made up. Like yeah. ready to go. I was like, wow, that was a, she got a lot accomplished yeah, in three that, minutes. There's that. And I, I, I kept getting the vibe throughout this film that like way more time has passed than we are, they're led on to believe. Cause I feel like she's out, you know, you know just looking at um, the psychic, like looking at her house. It's like, yeah. yeah, Serena. I was like, has she been here after school just like fucking bobbity booping the whole house into this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is she? Like, I feel like a lot of stuff is happening and we don't witness any of it. Yeah, she's doing her own spells, man. She's doing and practicing she's her own stuff. She's trying to. Like I that that's again where Kyle is to the point where like I thought she was gonna end up being evil or something because yeah. like I'm thinking like oh I get it okay maybe she didn't have powers anymore that's what I thought and then yes. now that the, now that she has her twin friend back because they were in the book together yeah. like this is the source of her energy right she and I'm like the power from her no no that's that's not it has at nothing all nothing to do with it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> It has nothing to do with anything that they even knew each other in the past other than for her to be convinced that she's actually because, a witch. I, I guess because like, nothing literally pans out in this movie. It really it doesn't. And it starts and... And, and yeah, never finishes. Never fulfills. Never. Ever. <laughs> I also I also was confused by the way that this uh, that the rules of this world function. Don't try to understand that. The 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 way the 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 magical rules of this film are very strange to me there because is. because she has to like memorize this really strange Latin esque like phrase to make it windy right but she can just say I want you to disappear and make a human being just die well see just and that's vanish. the weird thing because if there was one rule it's the rule that she reads in the book where. They, she meant there something the book says where she's like the powers in the word, right? The, which is what leads you like later on. You start seeing like the trouble happen and the shenanigans yeah. like they happen, right? right? But like, but she's I also beholden right. to old spells, right? Like, so weather spells can only be done in Latin, yeah, or something, or you know, and love spells, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like turn turn it like turn into a dog. That must not have been in Latin. So now it's a fresh English spell. You can just use English. To, it's to, pretty much to, how it works. Yeah, 
No, it is. I imagine you can who, update spells. Who claims it? I no, you, I don't know if you can update. spells. I mean, spells. like you like, could create new spells, which would like, be updated. No, it's kind of like with magic. It's kind of like who like smelted Delta Remaster. Yeah, yeah. With magic, it's kind of remix. Like, uh, who spelled it? Delta. Sorry, uh, sorry, Cody. Wah, 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 what? Wah, wah, wah. Keep talking about it with your stupid point. We're making good jokes. That wasn't a good joke. I didn't get it. At all. That wasn't a good joke at all. It's a great joke. Okay. Anyways, Cody, Cody, can I tell you something? <laughs> Damn, we're okay. So that's the other thing I want to talk about because this is where the movie took a really dark twist for me is when David actually disappears, right? So he is rapey. He does like try to get a kiss from her. She makes him disappear and then she essentially like covers up a murder. <laughs> yeah, where'd he go? Like, because she literally like moves the car, parks it, dumps it. Like, and, and then, then later on, she's like, yeah, he was kind of weird, but you know, he, he, I, I made him leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but I where? Him, yeah. Where is he at? Like, did she put him like that would have been a hilarious, scene. like, <laughs> post credit scene is him. Like, he's in, he's in, like, what, what's the prison from Superman where they're in, like, the glass shard? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's spinning through. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't I, remember the name I of it. I can't remember it either now. The Phantom Zone. The, the Phantom Zone. <laughs> Even worse if it was like like it cuts it like the film takes a drastic turn and it's like Hellraiser and shit. Oh my <laughs> god! Torn apart. Jesus wept. <laughs> wow, man, that really fucking. Saved Are the you best. ready for some exquisite pain? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's not a fucking Pinhead. It's Salem the cat. And Kyle's like, finally, yeah. <laughs> I was right. I was right. Just a darker turn. Told you. <laughs> they really glammed this one up for the TV series. Yeah, it'd be funny if the fact that he got all yeah, like the spinoff. The scene with his girlfriend, Melissa Joan Hart. That's who was in that fucking show. <laughs> fascinating. He pressed his lips against mine, wow. but he didn't stop there. Soon. Every inch of my body was covered with Brad's kisses. Who would believe tonight I was totally his? Yes, who indeed? Miss Miller. Um, so yeah, after he disappears, not only that, after she's done covering up this murder that she just did, she turns her brother into a dog. And again, there's no rules for that because he's just fucking in the kitchen making marshmallow fucking pizza something. Marshmallow fucking and mind, giant and mind pizza. Mind you, this is another part a weird continuity thing too. Like, if the power was in her word, she didn't even say dog. The he brother dog. did. Oh, that's true. What if he has powers too? Oh shit, he's not shit. 16 yet. He's not 16 he's not yet. 16, so that's not it. It's like not only is it like that, but, but somebody else but can say something thing. and here's she can wish she, it in her no, head. No, no, yeah, yeah, she can because if she fondles her amulet, because she never says, make my friend good at rapping. She just like thinks about the music, the music mm. changes and then engages her friend. Now her friend's like, oh, I'm in it. And she's got the rap power. She exactly. Have to speak. What? It's yeah. what she thinks. It's what she says. She <laughs> yeah. is a walking fucking weapon. She is. The whole, so... Let's see. So she gets these powers and she starts like testing out what she can do with them. Right. She turns her brother into a dog. She turns her brother into a dog. She also goes into this to one of her favorite musicians like concerts. That's and- so, yeah. So what what she decides is first she attempts to make Brad fall in love with them. Then she has a change of heart. She's like, I can't do that. I can't make one person fall in love with me. I know I'm going to make 
all the people fall in love with me because that's morally a better path to take. Mm-hmm. And she says, turn me into the the musician. I want to be her. And she has to get a piece of the clothing. So that's why they go. Gotcha. But she also has to spin at 45 RPM. This is very important. And, and, and then, like, <laughs> the finale of it was the funniest thing. She, <laughs> she comes walking downstairs, and I just, like, I just said, Sam, she's just, just like herself. I thought she was supposed to turn into this fucking famous person. She's the same girl. I didn't understand that at Sammy's all. Sammy's like, but her hair's teased now. I'm like, oh. Like, so what? You could have. She got that cool factor. She could have done that. <laughs> she's got that sick jacket, bro. Yeah, that's like, the one that's that she got from jacket. her first album. I mean, I, yeah, I guess so. And I guess, I guess the understanding is that they look at her like she's just as famous yeah, as yeah. this pop star who doesn't exist. That's why they're all outside the window with like signs and shit for her, you know? Yeah. It was a really weird a route to take for her, I think. There's a lot of weird routes in that. Like, before that happens, they also were forgetting about the the teacher and uh, when she gets her revenge on him for oh, yeah. showing her birth control to uh, the class. You know what? She's a quick study because I feel like she looked at two spells in that book and then day two she was already making a fucking... Voodoo doll. Voodoo she was in, doll. She's into voodoo, you know, right right off yeah. the bat. She, she she got the book. She's like, hey, okay, weather spells and let's see that chapter on voodoo. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Boom, boom, boom. And that, that's another one that's like, it's that, <laughs> that sh- like, should have been dark. Yeah, like there are scenes like when the dog gets it and whatever the fuck happens. Oh, it goes in the washing machine. Yeah, and then, and then uh, Richie gets a hold of it. Like I thought for a second, like this kid's gonna snap its neck or something. I did too. It like, could have gone that route. But like everything is just weakened at Bernie style. Yeah, they just right. don't yeah. even give Definitely. a fuck. He's like talking while taking off his clothes, and the class is like losing their shit, laughing at it. And I'm like. This is not real life. Yeah, so well, yeah, once again another scene that just struck me is like this <laughs> yeah. is a weird scenario. If my teacher like, <laughs> if my teacher was going to fucking whip out his fucking dong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out of that class. Listen, I had a teacher that wore too tight of pants that used to sit in the chair in front of me, and I couldn't fucking deal with it. I would get up and walk away. I know exactly who you're talking about. I know about. you know who exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> we had the same teacher. Uh, it was uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I yeah, and it's like it, once once the fucking you know shirts getting buttons are getting literally ripped apart like flying, you that know, part did have me laugh. I'm though. like, yeah, he's not stopping. He's not stopping, and I'm not it sticking around for the. It is funny because it's so odd. You're just like, no, like even in the '80s, I don't feel like this they're would gleefully be okay. <laughs> watching. Like, can't wait for but, the but dick to that, come but out. Like yeah. even when. The- his kids are cheering for dick. On him, yeah. Even when they gets caught before he makes his almost grand finale, like. They catch him, and, like, after that, like, later on, like, the teachers are just like, are you feeling okay? Are you okay? Like, at no point in time, they just automatically assume that, like, he didn't try to victimize a bunch of kids right? just now. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> like, must have been a heat stroke or something. Like, yeah, man, he must have been crazy. I did, I did kind of think the off. other teachers were, like, you know, I thought they were kind of implying, like, oh, well, he's, like, going to die soon or something. He like, I thought he was having a stairs. stroke or some shit. Oh, man, he must have been bitten by one of those spiders from arachnophobia. That's why he's taking all his clothes <laughs> so off. So weird. <laughs> I didn't think those made you hot. <laughs> After she puts this jacket on, she becomes the most popular girl in school, which is followed by a very long montage of her being the most popular girl yeah. in school. Yes. And I liked how that montage, as it progressed, people were... I did like that aspect where people started wearing, like, looking like her more and more throughout. Because that did... That, to me, was, like, a great indication. Like, ooh, yeah. yeah. Power comes with a price. Right, and right. You And her friend makes a great point about it. Well, 
her friend now. I don't know if she's her friend anymore at this point. Uh, she they completely broke up. fucking like they abandons the shit no, out of her friend. They're about to, they're, yeah, yeah, they, she does. They break up after, yes, they break up in, I feel like, in this part at some point, which you think, oh man, like at the end of the movie, they're, they're, they're going to reconcile this. This is at least where I'm at with this. I'm like, oh, you know, it's going to come together at the end and they'll yeah. be friends again because she's not going to want these she's powers. She's going to say she's sorry. She's not going to yeah. want to be the pop. She's going to see that this is really a detriment to her and like she yeah. just wants to go back to her old self. Like that's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's where I'm at in this movie mentally. Uh, <laughs> and then as this montage is going on, it leads it leads to, as Chris put it, abandoned house fuck. Because <laughs> it it's written that way in our notes. <laughs> but that's what it leads to. Yeah, it's the weirdest place to like go. So like this is the part that I was talking about that made me, this is the part where I start feeling uncomfortable and it's like shot really... Porny? Yeah, porny. That's a good one. <laughs> porny. That should be the fucking word, because that's exactly how it feels. Now, this whole scene is a softcore porn. It's like... With, like, sensual eyes and like, shit. Hand, Close-up of hands, like, caressing curves. It's, yep. it's like it's like the caressing sex scene own in Top Gun. Lots of glow. <laughs> but, like, done with all their clothes on. Yeah. And, like, the only thing I could think was... Did they come with their clothes on too? Because like I never get any indication. It's so tame, yet it wants to be. I so I thought it was very. Much I thought it was more. very. It was oh. very high school, but we're still. It's it's very. It's, it's I'm sorry. Shot. It's very sexual, but like we still have to keep it high school safe. I understand that, but the <laughs> that's guy the weird thing about it, it must have only known how to do the R-rated version. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I've done sex. Yeah, I've done, I've done sex scenes before. Wait. It's not sex. It's fi- it's PG-13. We can't do sex. Yeah, they're just making out. Just to make yeah, out. Yeah, I got it. I no, got we'll it. just shoot the this. same thing with clothes on. What is the difference? Listen, listen, guy. This is they're just making out. <laughs> They're just making out. It's just such a weird the angles, and it's it, like I just going don't know who would be comfortable. Yeah, laying the on muscles that. and shit. Well, the thing that like I, what the 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 sex part, whatever. The thing that like had me hung up the whole time was like you're in a house that has boarded up windows and cobwebs. It's probably like a this fucking is where the Candyman lives. Yeah, like Candyman you know, lives somebody, here. <laughs> this town, this house is that town's fucking haunted house. Like yeah. someone died in this house. Y'all fucking no, make it out. Those say otherwise there Kyle. is a clown painted on that wall behind there you is. yeah this if is you go like... through that candy man is there <laughs> what are they what are they making love on is it like a pile of hay an old bed it's a, like it's, what a, is... it's an old rotted out wood floor that they're laying <laughs> yeah. on it's just a rusty ass wood floor he brought a blanket he laid it down and you know what's gentleman. funny about it is like right when she's going up the stairs and she's like following the clothes and shit yeah. when she walks into that room for the first time it totally looks like it, lo- it that like part makes it look like like a white snake video. It does. It does. Like they're on opposite <laughs> sides of the room. The thing and they're just like blowing it. And yeah. he turns around. He just got his shirt off, but like yeah. really tight jeans. Oh, the, fucking all wavy the most hair. Tom Cruisiest angles they oh, could yeah. possibly pull out of him. Oh right? my god, it's true. Perfectly lit, like by the window. So after she, I'm bangs, Brad. Nah, I don't know. They don't bang. <laughs> Don't I don't know, uh, dude. They give you the impression they don't. They don't bang. They're closer. That on. Brad's tongue is so far down her throat. Yeah, <laughs> you get a real close up of that kissing, and that dude's tongue is they, is I, going where tonsil hockey came. It, yeah, it was it was like some deep ass fucking French kisses, but they didn't they didn't they didn't. I bang. don't know those those kisses have intent, Kyle. They didn't. They bang. don't. They don't. They, don't, they lead to consequences. I'm positive. I, I, I'm a, I'll, I'll stake my fucking my claim that they don't bang. Somebody stuck their claim. 
It's poetry. <laughs> it's fucking poetry. At this point, she she she's <laughs> what part. she doesn't know if if it's the magic or if it's her that Brad likes, but she really wants it to be her. Uh, she ends up breaking the leg of Kiki, which is one of my favorite names in this movie. On accident. On accident. It wasn't really, you know, her thing. But then kind of wants to give up magic at that point. Well, yeah, because she finally... Re- I, th- I think that was like one of the moments where she was like, oh, yeah, my words are very right, dangerous. Because she to really the rule of like, okay, the power's in the word, so if you... Yeah. That's but the here's thing, the thing, she didn't seem up she didn't seem upset about the fact about not having the role. Like she seemed really excited for Kiki. So it's like I I don't honestly believe there was any malice be her between her saying Which break is a leg. Why exactly? There's no indication that she yes. she honestly wanted her to do well. And on top of that, she was just saying the common phrase that you say yes. off stage when somebody's about to go on. Right. And the weird thing about it is it's suggesting that, oh yeah, you don't even need to like really want it or desire it. Right. Just by accidentally saying it. Yep. Yes. That can happen. Right. That's Holy the shit. consequence. Dude, I was just thinking there is because this this has just hit me and wh- and why that is in this movie. Because there is no uncle there's no th- this is where we think we're going to get like the Uncle Ben scenario where it's going to be like <laughs> great powers with, great responsibility, responsibility oh. right? <laughs> that you had the rice. What are you talking yeah, about? It's a San Francisco Sorry. treat. <laughs> <laughs> That's rice a Kyle. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. I'm sorry. Can't tell there's Sabrina, fucking rice a <laughs> He's all, he's all, all what, over the place I don't know what movie I'm watching. I don't know what rice I mean. This is what happens when you don't grow up with cable. <laughs> <laughs> you know the rice a treat. No, that's a San Francisco treat. I forgot where I was going, sorry. You were saying the Uncle Ben thing was going to happen. Yeah, great so power, great, great responsibility. Yeah. You always expect that to happen in this movie. And it really never does. At any moment, this could go real carry, and she could just kill, start fucking healing everyone <laughs> yeah. and destroying the town. But she's a nice girl, so it doesn't go that way. <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, but, her parents are nice. But because think about it, because the whole time, again, we're thinking that uh, uh, um, Selena is going to go. Selena, Serena, Serena, Serena is going to go evil. We're thinking that the whole time, and she never does. So, and she just is just like yeah, yeah just what's keep we- using what- your powers. Keep, you can do anything. Keep what- doing it. What's just weird fucking ab- keep doing it. Yeah. And what's weird about that scene when she doing with like that pivotal moment where I I think she's going to go full evil. It just is it's almost like a throwaway. It's almost like you just threw away her characterization up to that point, and she's just like sit on my lap. All right, we'll fix it up for you. We, I thought we could have some fun together, but I guess not. It's better to be a good witch. It was just like out of nowhere, like, what? Like, I thought you were going to be evil. Be <laughs> evil. Tell her to, like, fucking do something terrible. But that never, that, that moral dilemma really, her moral dilemma is, is it's like, non-existent in this it's movie. It's really non-existent. And she's like, ah, oh, popular, being popular is hard. I don't think I want that anymore. Yeah, what? and, and, like, and that, that's, that's, and that's what I was trying to drive home with, like, the whole Brad thing. She's like, oh, I have the spell to make this singular person fall in love with me. I can't do that. That's, that's immoral. Next scene, I want everybody at the school to fall in love with me. Like, and that somehow is better. <laughs> yes. no. She basically Let, got around duping what, one guy by duping everyone. Let's just do a tally of the of the horrible things she's done. She's alienated her best friend using right. these powers. She has manipulated hundreds of children into loving her. Mm-hmm. She has broken the leg of another. She's seriously injured and possibly murdered. <laughs> possibly murdered someone possibly else. Possibly murdered 
the cousin. Yeah. And probably being eaten by Cthulhu. And purposely turns three three popular friends totally against each other and turns her brother into a dog on accident. Yeah, but yes. That dog one's the only one yes. that's forgivable. Well, she's learning pretty she's terrible. learning shit. I understand there's an accident, but the killing part like the if killing that, part's intentionally. If that guy bad. is never uh, seen again and he, she says nothing about it, like no, she's he, at he, least <laughs> No, Mike, he pops up again in Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. That's right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's what the Richard Donner cut is, right? Yeah, he comes back from the Phantom Zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shows back up. So, so glad he he was the big guy. Well, yeah. and then- <laughs> he was the guy that fell down the thing. Yeah, That's she right. I remember up, him. Now. She shows up to the uh, another dance. We're at another. Da- there's so much time that goes by because there's two dances. Unless the school's having a fucking dance every weekend, that means that we went from like the fall dance to That's like the, saying, the spring man. dance or time some shit like that. Time fucking doesn't exist in this. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. sense. I can't wait but to cut back to me and I don't have a sweater pr- on. I, no, it's prom. That's what it is. It's fucking prom. Prom. It's prom. So what was the first one? I forget. I did not know that was prom because that did not look like a fucking prom to me. Oh, it looked like prom. I thought it was prom. Yeah, it looked like prom I did for not sure. look like a prom And plus me. they were talking about prom the whole movie. I know. And now it just clicked to me that that's prom. That's really bad. Yeah, isn't like the, isn't the reason why Brad hates Sorry, his girlfriend? I thought, I thought Uncle Ben's like you know tagline was a San Francisco treat. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're, but we're, the father does not, give her like a thing, right? Like the isn't father, there like a long talk he gives he, her about he being just, herself or something? No, shit? he tells yeah, he her. Comes in and pinches her chin and shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that was oh, weird. that's right. By the way, also fucking. He's weird. like, hey, I was thinking hey, of when he shows kiddo. the picture. Yeah. The dad does give off a creep vibe just because I think the way he looks. He's old. He's an old dad. He looks weird. He just has a weird creep, like it's, sweaters. I'll tell you he why. Could've, it's, he could have played because there's you don't believe that they're so, father and daughter. <laughs> he could have played the child kidnapper in a in a reenactment on like America's Most Wanted. Yeah, and you would have you would have bought He's it. Like Let's I never look, would have thought it was. I should Dale, look up that guy's IMDb because maybe he did. He could have played any role Michael Ironside played. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, she she wants she wants to reverse this spell so bad that she and she's at prom. She throws her amulet away to say, this is it. I'm done with magic, basically. And then what happens next is the whole school surrounds her and lifts her up in the air and keeps her popular and does, like, this whole dance number with her. And <laughs> no... Yeah, she ends up getting the guy and never reckons, and then it just the movie just ends. There is there is <laughs> the movie absolutely just ends. no repercussions for any of the yeah. shit she yeah. did. And actually, she gets all the shit she had before. It's not clear if she learned any kind of lesson There's about no anything. Lesson. Like <laughs> her best, her and her best friend are not friends again. She they essentially still- just, said, I have everything I wanted. Technically, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> I'm also very shallow. Here's all the ruins. Touch my amulet. She still has her powers because it's not really an amulet that gives her powers. But no, but, but was she, that the moral of the story? She's similar. She's like symbiot, 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 symbiotic. Sim, she's symbolically symbolically throws, throws it, it away. away, saying like, but "I'm by not do, using by doing, my magic anymore." Well, by doing that, that and got that, more popular. No, Kyle. by by doing that, that killed the popular spell because you know the light instantly went out on her. But they just loved her so much, they, anyways. They so, just pick her up and yeah, carry her so on, Kyle. Yeah, because if you notice in that scene, she rips it off. The light goes off her as soon as she rips the amulet off. She tosses it aside. Most people start kind of dancing with their partners again. Whereas at that point, all eyes were on her and watching every move she did. Then they all kind of disperse. But then they were like, 
oh, she did fall in love with Brad. Oh, and then I think that you got that like happy ending. I think that's how it works. Wow, Kyle, I'm glad you broke that down. <laughs> I'm really thinking about it. Like, yeah, I, I think he's right. I don't. I'm not what they with were it. going for. <laughs> I think that's what they were going for. They yeah. missed it <laughs> hugely because I'm just like, well, she just stayed popular. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no, from a storytelling aspect, not that they were just like, yeah, she's with Brad. It's still, <laughs> like, it's still terrible because she doesn't like. Most of these movies where somebody abuses their power and things start going badly. Uncle Ben um, scenario. Yeah, right. They they make up for it somehow by rewarding, but they have to sacrifice one thing. They do. Like, they're going to have to sacrifice making millions of dollars or whatever like yeah. that. And or like in most of the movies, which is this is the weird thing. Again, a payoff that never happens. When she first meets Zelda Rubenstein, she talks about falling in love, and she says it's someone that you know, as if to hint it was someone else that wasn't obvious, which would have been Brad, right? And then the fact that she ends up with Brad, like, means again- I felt like she was making that that. She didn't learn a lesson, because normally the way they teach you in this is, like, there's a guy off to the side or something- Who's been nice to you the whole time. And he's always loved you. Your friend. And then she realizes, like, that's what real love is about, and this is what my real friends are, and that's the lesson. But she has to give up the fantasy of falling in love with the popular kid. Instead, in this, she gets everything. (laughs) That's the the weird thing, is you start to realize that she literally, it's- You know, there's a lot of people, I feel like, that like this movie, and I think it might be just for the simple fact that, like- Nothing bad happens. It's just a pro- Nothing, yeah. her life progressively just it's gets better, better and better. Dies. And it's literally handed to her. We it's don't like, know that it's he like, died. Happy birthday! You are now a fucking amazing <laughs> being that can create the You're best life you could ever live. You can make <laughs> money. You can fucking have the dream guy. You can be the most beautiful also, person. Everybody will dude, love you because you were a nerd before any here's of this a, here's happened. A question <laughs> I, here's a question I have: How chill is Brad's girlfriend through all of this? Very chill. <laughs> so chill. Oddly chill. Yeah. She's just like, well, he just, he just some, lose bouncing some. back and what, forth. But that's oh, what, oh, Brad's swinging around again. I'll hop on the ride again. But that's what Chris is saying, though, is in his point, kind of, is there's really no villain in this movie. If anyone's they, the only one that they paint as a villain at any time in this movie, really and truly, is the fucking teacher. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. And it's kind of like a weird villain, like where it's like he's just a bully, you know. That's like why he he's like a shitty bully. That's like it tries to embarrass you and ridicule you. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you need to have a villain. Like no. I, the protagonist no. is her. Yeah, her, her own protagonist. Her, power, her powers, her powers and are coming to terms. Oh, I agree yeah. with that. I, I, and again, I still think there is a deeper meaning. And Kyle hit it a nail, nail on the head. It is a, a movie that essentially is like coding puberty right right like i mean that's what the film is kind of talking about mm-hmm. yes and i guess we can establish that at the end of this like once you go through puberty it's all over adulthood is fucking great or something i don't know what they're going for yeah that, yeah. <laughs> that could have been so let's do this let's take a break when we come back we'll rate this man or jammer let's do it All right, guys, what do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? 
What are we rating it, Cody? We are going to rate it Salem ca- Salem Cats for uh, Kyle. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, we're gonna Which rate- I thought I was watching. Black Cat. Yeah, okay. Chris Chris hates it, but I love it. So Chris, Chris hates Chris. cats. I hate it. It's not about Chris. Let's yeah. start with let's start with Kyle. Man, I did not put any thought into what number <laughs> I was gonna apply to this film. Like um, I don't know. I this movie was. I'm happy I finally saw it because I've wanted to see it for a while because I've heard so much about it and I've seen that top that scene just on its own so many times. Just maybe about as many times, Mike, as I have sent you Garbage Day. I've seen that scene because yeah. it's so hilarious. It pops up all the time on the internet. So I want to be like, what? What? How? How? Same feeling probably you had with that is how crazy is this movie if this is just one five-minute slice of the whole film. And, I mean, yeah, it had a bunch of weird moments and kind of wacky characters. But overall, like, I did I did find the movie, like, a tad on the boring side. And, um, I don't know, I just didn't have as much fun, I guess, as I wanted to have with it. So I think I'm coming in on two, two Salem cats. Because I also was thinking, you know, it was going to have a better ending than it did. But I was thinking of a different... A different intellectual property than this film. So, <laughs> Chris, you know, uh, we were complaining earlier. At least Cody and I were complaining about how this uh, film starts a bunch of things but never finishes them. Like that bunch of you know, like just little like avenues that the film could take or should take, like logically, you know, but just never pans out. And this is, might be the only movie that I'll, like, accept that from. Like, I really had a good time watching this film. I I was really glad to go back and see it now because I actually didn't really think I was going to go into it as, like, and it be as much of, a, like, so bad it's good in certain ways. Like, definitely the music is cheesy as fuck and really campy, and that's part of what makes it so funny it caught me off guard in so many scenes where I was like, I did not see this coming or I, you know, some of the dialogue or the performances, like it just seems like there was some weird magic that was captured. And I was trying to figure out if it was self-aware or if it was like, no, it was just kind of like poorly executed, but like, I did like the quality of it and I liked the I liked the camera and I liked the lighting a lot actually in a lot of scenes I thought they did some some really interesting <laughs> stuff. Seriously, like I know it had some porny shit yeah. but <laughs> what, what's so funny is after this movie was done I said to myself, I bet you fucking anything Chris is going to like praise the lighting and it's I like it. vanilla at best. No, dude, there's some cool <laughs> shots in this actually. I thought I was surprised by it, very surprised and it is something I don't necessarily consider it a Halloween movie, but it's something that I would watch again. And it it, it, uh, it just delivered more than I thought it was going to. I'm going to give it a four and a half Salem Jesus. Cats. I really liked wow. this. Four and a half yeah. from Chris. Mike! So, growing up, man, I man, I love this film. Like, which is, I think, the reason why I'm going to go with Kyle and give it a two, because, like, I don't know why, but, like, seeing it now and seeing it in a light as an adult, it really made me realize like, fuck man, this movie was fucking terrible. Like there's like <laughs> the, the acting is really bad. Like it's really bad. And I, I'll go on almost on records to say this might be the worst acted film. I think we've ever reviewed on this, on this show. Oh, like man. there are moments where I'm just like, what the 
Dude, well, we've we've covered trauma. We have, but like, here's the thing: trauma's jokes, like they're trying for laughs. There are things in this movie where like they're trying for laughs and they fall so fucking far flat. Yeah, like it's not a joke. It's like, how's that funny? Like just because they're laughing, I don't fucking get it. Like, yeah. there's just a lot of moments like that. It feels real forced. It feels like there's again either too too many hands in the honey pot or like. Just like the director had an idea in mind, and he was like, I'm going with it, man. Fuck it. I'm just going to throw as much shit as I can in this. Now, do I think it's so bad it's good? Yeah, I do. But the weird thing about it, and this is why I think it's weird maybe only for me, is that when I used to watch this as a kid, I didn't see it as a so bad it's good movie. I saw it as, fuck, this movie's badass. Right. <laughs> like, this is a badass teenager. Now I look at it, and I'm just like, this is like if fucking Tiger Beat Magazine was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is now. And I'm looking at it like, what the fuck? What the fuck am I watching? It's a funny comment. So it's just so, I don't know. I I don't want to say I hate it because I can tell, there were moments where I'm like, of course, like I can see this is so bad it's good. Of course I can. But I don't know, man. Like maybe it broke my heart. Maybe the film just broke my heart. And this is just my reaction to it. It's a two for Mike. Guess what, guys? We got a four way tie here because I'm matching with Chris. I'm at a four point five of this movie. We already wow. knew that was coming. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if you, did, if, you didn't, if you didn't know that I was gonna love this fucking movie, <laughs> yeah, come <laughs> on, dude. This movie reeks of the eighties. It literally stinks of eighties. Uh, it it captures the eighties in a magical way. But here's the thing, man. In this a horrible eighty nine, right? I know, but it feels like it came out in eighty five. I know. That's what's so fucking weird. That's okay. I'm sorry. We no, no, talked I, about and it. I, and I actually like that's what I actually like about this film. Some of it feels sitcom y, so I can see how you could get confused with an actual sitcom. Uh, because it does. It has that feel with the parents of always being like, they're just the nicest fucking people, like to a fault. They're like the nicest people in the world, you know what I mean? And no one knows that their daughter's up to notorious shit, like killing people. Um, but it, it just does, it never goes anywhere, which I feel like is a joke on the audience because the whole time I'm expecting this to go somewhere and it never goes somewhere. It never goes anywhere. And she ends up getting what she wants on the end. I'm just like, this movie is so superficial just from the get go. And they just never gave like, they just never gave a fuck. They, and I, it's just so funny to me. I don't know why, but it's just, that's just hilarious to me that they, they somehow were just like. No, she's pretty and she's sixteen. Why is this, why is this guy in this voice? Really? What is that voice? I don't know. What is that voice you're doing? I don't know. Take that one back. <laughs> I don't know. Like the Dracula fucking director? It's like, what you, <laughs> Vlad, Vlad's getting into cinema. <laughs> yeah. I want the girl, a pretty girl. Yeah. You know, for yeah. my fifth century, <laughs> I think I was, might be a director. In my opinion, it was literally a teen fantasy film. Is he done with his review? I think I'm so. in the middle of it, <laughs> but uh, no, no, and I agree. No, and I agree with that 100. I think it is somewhat of a, like a teen fantasy film, and they just they just run with it 100. And it is it is bad, and it is a so bad. It's a good movie, and it's up there with some of the big boys in my in my opinion. What I the dude, big boys? Yeah. What, what do you mean by big boys? Like I would put it up there with like yeah, uh, rank it right now in front of us. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. We got. I mean, first is Miami Connection for sure. Then probably Troll Two, um, and then I would put this. I'd probably put this either number three or number four. Get fuck out of here. Number yeah, three come or on, number man. four. Like, I just like watch Samurai Cop, man. It's not the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Not, this is no Samurai Cop. I haven't seen I, Samurai I, Cop yet, I, so... I, I would say 
No, probably not like in the so bad it's good category, but like it has those elements to it. I'll agree with that. Yeah. And like the mo- the movie itself oh, screams it because of the total it because of the total lack of of it being yeah. self-aware. Like it instantly becomes part of those elements in in that, but I would not put it up against well, any of the, like the the big ones. Cody said it felt like a canon film earlier, it and does. and I thought the same thing because I was like when I was watching these musical numbers, I thought about that movie, The Apple, and probably where I got the Israeli voice. Oh my god! You thought it was you thought it was one of the the the, the Golan Meninins brothers or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, one of the Golans. Yeah. I think Golan's his first name. Also, I do want to <laughs> specify: I didn't think it was a sitcom because of the, it had a sitcom look. I thought it was a sitcom because I thought the name of the sitcom was <laughs> Teen Witch. <laughs> <laughs> like to reiterate, yeah, <laughs> dude, such a fun grandma answer. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you're really into Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but like. Your grandma buys you Teen Witch because she thinks it's Just, the same thing. Yeah, you know, it's like getting <laughs> can't always see. And it's like getting a copy of Transmorphers. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, God you love your it. grandma so bad, like you can't. You gotta look surprised and happy. Yeah, and then you feel really bad about it because it's just like that's fine. Yeah, they don't have to know about it. Literally happens in this you're movie. Like, I want to break grandma's heart. All right, guys, that is our show for a week. I came in at a 4.5. Just wrap that up real quick. <laughs> Thank you. You did. Thanks for coming back around to that. Top that. Um, and <laughs> top that. We do have. I am going to top that. A review to read. So. Yeah, I'm going to top that with a review right now. Who's going to read it? Kyle's going to read it? Oh. Okay, I pulled it up. This review comes from Ringer End. And the title is This is My Jam. Five star review. And it says, these are the kind of conversations about movies that I love to have. Sometimes I laugh along or argue with you guys when I'm listening. This podcast keeps me company on my three-hour round-trip commute to and from work. Thanks for keeping me awake on my long drives and for bringing attention to the forgotten gems of cult film. One criticism, it bugs the hell out of me when Mike mispronounces names and movie titles. Manos is pronounced Man-O's. Not monos. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Before Mike really <laughs> gets into this, though, I, I do want to say that out of anyone, Mike does screw up the names the most. Oh, I definitely screw <laughs> up. I've been names. on a run the last two weeks, but I You've think I'm going to come back strong again. He tries but. risky pronunciations. I, I, I really give it a go. And you know what's funny about it, too, is I, I have uh, a guy in my office who speaks Spanish fluently, and I walked up to him with the word... Manos. Yeah. And I said, How do you pronounce this? And he looks at me and he's like, Manos. <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, Not Manos. And he's like, No, no, it's an A. And I was just like, Well, I guess I'm fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> guess I'm an idiot. Yeah, dude, I probably pronounce a lot. What I do find odd is that, like, of all the times Cody has said werewolf. <laughs> that, that hasn't rung his ear a little bit because yeah. that one drives me nuts. Dude, I'm like, and it's like every other show we have a he werewolf says in wolf. it. Yeah. Wolf. Wolf. Werewolf. W-U-L-F. Werewolf. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I and not only that, like name one time I've got a director's name right. Well, if they're Italian, <laughs> never. Never. Yeah. If it's if it's Ita- yeah, if it's Italian, never been close. <laughs> but damn you, Mike. <laughs> yep. That's why I like the good review. But yeah, Solid thank review. you. Thank you for the feedback. I, I, yeah. yeah, I got to work Excellent on that. Excellent review. You see how I pronounce... M- Proving grounds. Milk. 
Yeah. Probing yeah. grounds with Mike. <laughs> milk. Hello. I don't know why I put E's into shit. Yeah, milk yeah. doesn't need an Dude, E. Dude, I put... Yeah, it doesn't. It sure doesn't. <laughs> don't need no E. It's got plenty of vitamin E, Mike. If you guys would like a shout out at the end of the show, make sure you leave us a review, and then you can head over to coltfilmandreview.com. Make sure you drop in what movie you would like us to review, so that way we can pick your fan pick. Last episode was a fan pick, so make sure you get those in. And then when you're done with that, head over to Colt Film and Dire. Yeah, I already said on Colt Film Review. Head over to our social media mm-hmm. on Facebook. Follow Colt Film and Review. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at Colt Film underscore Review. Instagram Colt Film and Review. You can follow Kyle. At- you can follow me on Instagram at Colt Film underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at- on Instagram at Colt Film underscore Chris. You can follow Mike. At- at Mike Solistio on Twitter. And you follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>